It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. 1.9 trillion, let's just call it $2 trillion with interest and growing daily. Is this sustainable? And how is it applied? A 1.9, now we'll just call it $2 trillion stimulus package, a COVID relief bill, a growth in debt, a bill that is about 10% of GDP when there is something missing, and that is a pro-growth structure. Public debt for the government, more than $22 trillion. GDP, $21 trillion roughly. So when our public debt is larger than our GDP, that's not a good thing for the country, not a good thing for you, not a good thing for the taxpayer. The government doesn't have a bank. They only have you. Dr. Tenpao Lee Economist, professor of economics at Niagara University, joins me now on this economic reopening that's needed in this country and who should dictate. Dr. Lee, great to have you on the show, sir. Thank you for having me. Some very Uh, interesting. I'm sorry, go ahead. I heard you just mentioned that uh, $1.9 trillion, uh, that is about 10% of the GDP. And also, uh, I'm not sure whether you mentioned that the total debt of the country right now, it's about 135% of the GDP. Okay. And then before pre-pandemic, pre, uh, it was like a 106%. So it's an increase roughly 30% of GDP. Uh, the debt increased 30% of GDP. Uh, answer your question, that is obviously not sustainable. Uh, it will hurt American U.S. dollar as a global currency. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a long-term situation, and uh, uh, the American, uh, we have been number one country of the world for more than 100 years, and uh, that situation uh, has been threatened by this condition. You know, to draw that contrast, uh, Dr. Lee, and I'm glad you put it in that context, uh, other countries, other major countries, uh, China, 66% at a 66% level, the European Union, just to put a blanket on it, as you uh, point out, 83%, uh, Japan, 236% signature. Singapore, 110%. The United Kingdom, they also buy a lot of our debt, 87%. Germany at 60%. You know, on the macro, what does this say about the economic relationship and value of the dollar, value of currency, and its effect on economics and trading? Well, uh, there are two side story about this. There's some positive, some negative side. Uh, the negative side, obviously, when you have this much debt, it will cause uh, income redistribution in the future. Uh, so the, the people, 
of the country, they have to pay the debt eventually, the future generation. And also, this will also cause inflation, uh, potentially. But so far, we haven't seen the inflation. Uh, there are many other reasons, okay? But the eventually, you put so much money in the economy will cause inflation. Uh, inflation means the lower the value of U.S. dollar. And then uh, that will threaten uh, the U.S. dollar as a global currency. If the U.S. dollar, uh, if, say, for example, Chinese yen, right now could be uh, a competitive uh, a competitor to U.S. dollar. Uh, if that is the case, that will put a very difficult situation for the country uh, to be a leading country in the world. What advantages do we have as an economic system, and is there a limit uh, to which we can go or, you know, granted, I don't want to be over the limit, but we're over the 100% limit, so is there another limit that we should not surpass? Well, uh, nobody can tell exactly what's the the limits. Personally, I think... uh, 150%, 150%, I think that should be the limits, 150%. And now, initially, we are in the lower 100%. Right now, we are 135%. To me, I think it's very close to the limits. Okay, Personally, I think it's a should, the limit is probably 150%. Uh, if we go beyond 150%, then uh, most countries, they probably will begin to... Uh, not, I'm not going to say dump U.S. dollar. Probably say, for example, like when we're trying to sell U.S. treasuries, then the the price probably will drop. Uh, when U.S. treasury the price drop means the interest rate will increase. Uh, the interest increase, then we will have uh, we also come with inflation, and then the export will decline. The imports will increase, uh, so the ec- economic condition of this country will be a disaster. Do we have, you know, an advantage being a, for lack of a better term right now, a more capitalist system? You know, your point about pre-pandemic debt to GDP ratio was already over 100 percent. But pro-growth policies from a capitalist system offer some advantage and the other countries have a more, well, somewhat of a different version of that, some more socialist in their economic policy, uh, not just the governmental we, we, structure. We, we, I think we, we do have uh, some advantages over other countries because uh, of the, the system. I still think our system is better than other countries. Uh, our system is uh, it's a free system, free economy. Uh, we have a democratic system. Uh, so give people more incentive uh, to work hard to compete. Uh, however, the current situation, uh, China uh, evolved as a major, as a, a potential competitor to our country, uh, and we are actually behind in many areas. For example, uh, the technology in the 5G, uh, the fifth generation uh, 5G technology, we are behind. Uh, so we needed to come up with a strategy to catch up with uh, technology development, okay? And I think uh, we needed to uh, uh, focus on uh, research development of uh, uh, technology development so that we can excel ourselves 
uh, to other countries, rather than say block other countries. That's not the right way. For example, uh, under the previous administration, we have uh, blocked uh, some companies uh, from China, and that will also hurt our business because right now we are in a global economy. Everything is interconnected. So when we block a Chinese company, actually will hurt American company here because right now many American companies they are suppliers of Chinese company, and the Chinese companies they are supplier of American company. So it's a uh, interconnected and interrelated. So we can the strategy we cannot have a strategy to, to just say okay we block other countries uh, uh, companies. We needed to have a strategy to make. Uh, ourselves better. Uh, we need to have a strategy to make ourselves say, especially in better in technology, and so especially in research and development. And we used to be better than any other country, and now we needed to uh, uh, continue to invest uh, to our infrastructure. Now, the infrastructure right now, the definition of infra infrastructure is not just the highway system, the airport. Uh, uh, the, the infrastructure actually is uh, uh, information technology right now. Uh, for example, we needed to have a uh, uh, long time ago, we talked about uh, information superhighway. And now we need to have an information superhighway for the whole country. We needed to offer, this should be a free information superhighway. And just like uh, the physical highway system, that should be a part of uh, our infrastructure. And then once we, uh, rebuild our infrastructure, then we can lead the, 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 the world again. Uh, your points about uh, growing, you know, what we do, getting better at it, leading rather than being on par, you know, an important part of this. Economics, and just to think broader, you know, if economics was a single silo, in fact, it's one of the instruments of national power for, in this case, let's talk about China and America. How economic strength is applied in other areas matters. So do we need to find a path between what you refer to as blocking Chinese companies and at, at the same time, in a parallel sense, advancing what we do to surpass? Because our two systems of government and the economies as part of those instruments of national power are applied differently. And the Chinese Communist Party versus the American capitalist system have two different world views. Well, that's right. Uh, the Chinese, uh, the system, the culture, uh, they are quite different from the United States. Uh, well, China is an amazing country, especially uh, in the last uh, 30, 40 years. Uh, when when we began to have a diplomatic relation with uh, China in 1979, at that time the Chinese economy, their average GDP per person, is like a less than two hundred dollars, and now their average GDP uh, probably around ten thousand dollars. Their their average GDP is still far behind us, but their total size, the economy size. Right now, it's about 70% of the United States. So they are the second largest economy of the world. So they compete with us in almost all the respect, aspects. Okay, so so they are 
uh, definitely a, a competitor in the near future, and uh, it's a it's a different than uh, than the country, the Japan, like uh, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, in 1980s we compete against Japan, and Japan was the second largest economy at that time. And however, Japan and China they are totally different, especially in terms of the size. China is such a big country, and they have a tremendous population. Uh, when you have that many people, it's a positive, also negative. Okay, and positive is the human power. Negative that the population population density is so high, so they have uh, their own restrictions, and then their urban uh, urban rural development uh, the, the the gap is so huge. It's not like the United States. Almost uh, we, the whole country, uh, our country, the development. Uh, there's not much, much difference between urban and the rural areas. But in China, uh, urban the, the rural areas still far behind, and also the income average per person is uh, still uh, very behind us. Uh, that's their uh, disadvantage. The advantage is that uh, they. Uh, they have a centralized economy. You can also put say they have a national planned economy. Uh, so the government can do many things quickly, and not like here we focus on private uh, business. Uh, There's two different systems. Uh, each system they have their own advantages and disadvantages. Uh, our system is we we are more creative. We are more innovative. Uh, we have open policy, and we can absorb the talents from all over the world. So that's why I think we should continue to open uh, our country, open system, uh, so that uh, uh, the talents will come here. So in the past 30 years, you know, we have a, a lot of international students come to United States to study. Uh, we have, uh, of course, uh, China, uh, the Chinese students, they are, in recent years, they are the top. Uh, they have, we have so many Chinese students. That is the open policy. Now China become a competitor, so so we we began to debate uh, whether we should allow uh, the, the Chinese company here, whether we should allow the, the Chinese student come here. Uh, right, which a, brings us back to what you do with that human capital. In other words, the whether it's the Thousand Lights program or the programs that. Uh, exist in our in our colleges and universities. A, a question uh, on uh, access to capital markets, Professor Lee, and it's really great to get into this discussion more than just the, you know, back and forth that we often hear in the media. Uh, in the past thirty years, as you mentioned, something else has happened, which is unfair to American companies. In giving Chinese companies, not all, but many, access to our markets without having to verify, to go through the process that an American-based company would, we've given Chinese companies an unfair and unverified advantage, be it on the NASDAQ or other trading platforms. Is that something that we should stop? Should they have to meet the very same standards that American companies do? Uh, that is why we, we we always put pressure to China and we tell them to open their economy because their, their economy 
uh, right now has never opened uh, like us. So that's what I think that's what it referred to. You said uh, it's unfair situation. Uh, but 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 I think uh, in reality China is gradually uh, trying to open their economy, and uh, China right now they want to be a major player in the global economy. So they also wanted to uh, so-called uh, globalize or internationalize of their uh, currency, that is RMB, their uh, currency. Okay, so. Uh, I think China is changing, and then in order to be a major player in the global economy, you have to open uh, everything to the rest of the world. Uh, so, so China is changing and moving to that direction. However, uh, from our point of view, uh, they are too slow. They should open their market uh, more open. Uh, for example, the, the, the capital market. Uh, like uh, the U.S. banks right now not allowed to operate in China. Uh, so we should uh, uh, push China to open uh, their capital market so our companies uh, can move there uh, to do business, especially... Right, but to that uh, point, the economic leverage or the leverage we have is that if you want access to our capital markets and it's not reciprocal, then at right. some point you have to have a stopping point or a halt until you have that open. We, we give an unfair advantage to companies that in many cases do not meet the standards that our companies have to or other Western companies have to, to participate in our capital markets. This is a problem. We right. allowed it, by the way. China didn't do this to us. We did it to ourselves. And I believe it's a position that we need to alter if we're going to have any kind of better balance of economic trade or economic involvement. Well, uh, I think you are correct that uh, we, we needed to uh, 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 how do we deal with the situation? That how, What's our strategy? I think we, you needed to uh, work with them or you needed to negotiate with them and uh, uh, or you, you're going to uh, uh, close your door or you're going to block them. Uh, so what's the strategy? I think that's open to, uh, that's a debatable situation. So how do you deal with the situation? For example, uh, President Trump and the President Biden, I think they have a, quite a different strategies to deal with China. Uh, of course, the goal will be the same. Okay, our goal is to uh, uh, rebuild, to, uh, to uh, make uh, America uh, great again. So that's the goal. But the, the way to reach the goal is uh, quite different. So, the, so President Trump, I think uh, uh, he's more tough. Uh, so he can, uh, he's able, he say, uh, he's going to raise the tariff. He's going to uh, block, uh, kick out uh, Chinese companies. And uh, on the other hand, President Biden so far seems that uh, he's uh, more uh, uh, soft and uh, he's trying to build up uh, so-called uh, work with our allies, uh, countries from European countries, Japan, Australia, work together, and then to come up with a strategy to uh, compete uh, against China. Uh, so that's quite a different strategy. Uh, but uh, uh, whether which one's better, uh, that is uh, it's, it's a debatable. We will we just have to see. Uh, eventually, what ha what will happen? 
But I think eventually, uh, this country, we will be uh, continue the number one country in the world. I think uh, the, the reason, the major reason is economically, uh, the size of the United States is uh, pretty much comparable to China. However, our population density is much lower than China. So naturally, uh, natural resources divided by population. So each person, we should have more, much more than uh, uh, China. And then our system, I think the democratic system compared with their centralized system, uh, I think our system is more uh, resilient and more potential, and more innovative. Uh, so in the short term, uh, maybe there's a fight. In the long term, I think we're going to win. Well, I certainly am on that side of the equation with you, Doctor. Great having you here. Uh, like oh, to have you back. You. These are these are important issues, and these are multilateral yeah. issues. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Doctor Ten Pauli, uh, PhD economist and professor of economics at Niagara University. Uh, just these are important things to our, to our everyday economy, to our very existence as a country. Eight six six nine five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East on Sirius XM Patriot 125.